0: That is right, hockey fans. I'm your host, Austin Goodman. The atmosphere feels a little bit different today for a very special reason. It's because we have a special Olympic edition of Octobie Hockey Town today. The qualification playoffs came and went quickly, and so did four more teams from the Olympic tournament. Russia shut out Norway 4 to nothing, and the same score was reflected in the Austria loss to Slovenia. The Czech Republic were biting their nails in the third period, but finished off the game with an empty net goal, gaining their lead to 5-3 over Slovakia to knock them out of the tournament. And finally, Latvia got their first Olympic win in 12 years by beating Switzerland today with a score of 3-1. After that, we're going to break it down a little bit, then we're going to talk, was I right or wrong in the prediction from the last episode of Hockeytown, to see who moved on in the tournament. We'll break down each game of the playoff round, including the shocking Latvia-Switzerland game. After that, we'll move on to preview the quarterfinal games. Will the domination continue from the Americans and the Swedes, or will Latvia continue to shock the world nearing the medal rounds? And then finally, the rest of the tournament will come and go by Sunday morning, the 23rd. Which team is going to win it all? We'll explain the keys to success for each team going into the respective quarterfinal games right here on this episode of Octopi Hockey Town. So guys, I want to start it off. Was I right or was I wrong? And I was right for three out of the four qualification playoff round games. But the Latvia-Switzerland game... I chose Switzerland, um, I had them, you know, eventually losing to Canada, you know, so it's only one game, I could still, you know, get around it, but Latvia took me to a surprise, like I said in the intro, they claimed their first Olympic win in 12 years by beating Switzerland 3-1, th- to one. I mean, that is incredible in many different ways, it's incredible for the team, it's incredible for the country, you know i'm sure there's a lot of people in latvia that have just nixed the men's hockey tournament out of their day in watching the olympics because quite frankly they just you know don't compete very well um in the tournament um and they haven't been competing well in in this tournament either quite frankly but they got a lucky win on switzerland um you know, they got a power play goal. It was the second goal of the game. And that's really been a big aspect of the 2014 Olympics is that in Vancouver, you know, it was NHL ice. It was the NHL size ice. And, you know, here in Sochi, they're playing with the KHL style ice. It's a bigger style ice. I was actually talking about it with a buddy the other day. And we were saying how, you know, I I was trying to measure out basically how much bigger it actually is. And, you know, I wanna look up the dimensions right here, you know. I'll get to that later on once I get a chance to, you know, check it out here. You know, we got live streaming here on Octopi Occupy. We gotta love the internet, you know. Shout out to the media, Woot. <laughs> anyway, um, as I was saying, you know, I, I, I think it's about a third of the size wider and longer of the NHL ice and that really does show when you're playing in the game and it showed for every single team this year it showed for every single team because you know when you prep for the Olympics they it's a different kind of prep and most of these players are returning players and you know a good amount of the players are coming from the NHL directly from the NHL games a mere four days away you have one day of rest and travel and then you have three days of practicing you're playing in the olympics you're playing in the olympics representing your country representing the colors representing your hometown representing your family it's such a big obligation to play in the olympics and for Latvia, you know getting a win over switzerland it's a great thing for that country for that team and for the people that run you know their men's hockey organization over there and you know good for them they got 22 shots on goal um you know, they scored three goals, uh, two goals in the first period. You know, the second goal, like I said, was on the power play. Um One last thing I wanna say about Lafayette and then I wanna move on, is you know, congratulations to them. Because I don't think that they're going to be able to get past Canada. But we'll we'll talk about that later on. In this special edition of Octopi Hockey Time, when we're talking everything Olympics, we're talking predictions, previews, reviews—we got it all. We got it all here in Octopi. It's a great show. We all we all love it. You know, one day one day I'm gonna start getting voice clips of myself and just like make fun of myself. You know, live here and it it, it it'll be fun. We'll have a good time. We always love having fun on Octopi. So I want to break down the rest of this qualification round. Um, I want to go game by game and you know really pick it apart. So Slovenia versus Austria. So Austria, Austria is not a very competitive team at all. They have not fared well in these Olympics whatsoever. And it's actually quite frankly kind of pathetic when you think about it because this is this is how I see it. Is you're you're preparing for the Olympic games. And you know, you would hope that you could try to even come close to competing in any of your games. You know, I'm looking down the list right now. They played Finland. They lost eight to four. They played Canada. They got shut out six to nothing. And then they played Norway, and they actually won a game, three to one. But then again, got shut out four to nothing by Slovenia in the qualification round. They didn't come prepared for the Olympics, and it showed on the ice. I was watching a couple of their games, and, you know, it it looked sloppy. There was no, it wasn't cohesive. And, you know, it's kind of impressive how quickly, you know, teams like Russia and the U.S. and, you know, Canada and Sweden and, you know, Finland too, all those teams, you know, they have the same amount of time to practice and to organize, you know, maybe even less time you know, than teams like Austria and Slovenia, and, you know, people like uh, Slovakia, you know, who have a limited amount of NHL players. Most of their players, you know, actually come from those respective countries in the elite leagues of those respective countries. And it, they, they just, it, it doesn't compare. And there should maybe even be two divisions, you know. A cool, you know, the qualification rounds. You know, you got to compete. I, I, I don't know. Something needs to be solved because these teams are getting embarrassed out there, and it's not fair. It, it really isn't fair to them. You know, losing four to nothing to Slovenia in a qualification play—that that's embarrassing. What do you? What do you? You know, those those people have to live with that for the rest of their life. And I, I just think it's. I just think it's bar- in, embarrassing on a gl- on a global scale. And. You know it, it's hard to see. It really is. I mean, good for Slovenia. They beat them four nothing. Yeah, but you know, it, it's a little easy when when you have just pure talent against amateurs. I just don't think it's fair. Any, anyway, you know, Andrzej Kobitar, You know, he had he got one goal of the game. You know, they got four goals on thirty five shots. They were peppering them throughout the entire game, and there was a lot of puck control. Seeing from Slovenia, uh, you know, like I said, I don't see them moving on to the next round, but, you know, nonetheless, they had a good game against Austria, but they're moving on to play Sweden, and Sweden is number one in the tournament right now, with nine points, so, moving on to Russia versus Norway, the same score, Norway's kind of in the same situation, um, you know, they they didn't look prepared As well, but Russia is an elite team. Russia could have the potential of winning the tournament if USA and Sweden weren't as on top of their game as they are right now. But regardless of the future, I want to check out what's going on right now. And against Norway, Pavel Datsuk actually had a marvelous game for the Russian team. He had three assists, his line was a part of three of the four Russian goals that were scored. And you know, I just wanna kinda of go through the best of Russia. Like I said, Datsuk with three assists, two shots on goal, plus three rating. A massive game for this captain, you know. The first game that he came out, he was looking a little bit shaky, and the second game he wasn't producing very much, wasn't getting I I think he had zero shots on net in um in either his I think it was his first game that he had zero shots on net. And it's just Unpavel Datsuk liked to have zero shots on net. And, you know, he was a part of the productivity in his favorite way to be a part of it, and that's passing. The best part of his game, I like to preach it, is his passing. It's some of the most innovative, creative, smartest. He has the best eyes on the ice, and he is very quick to adapt to that big rink because, you know, he played half of the season last year in the KHL. He has a little bit of a time under his belt more than some of these other players do. Some of them haven't played on a big rink like that in many years. Um, Alexey he had a goal, you know, Alexander Redilov, two goals, one assist, three shots, a plus 3 rating, and then Sergei Bobrovsky, 22 saves and a shutout. He was looking good telling you this russian team could compete for gold silver or bronze medal but there are some strong teams still left in the tournament that they're going to have to get through to do that we already talked about the switzerland latvia game i want to move on to the czech republic versus slovakia game czech republic won five to three moving on to play the usa today actually at 12 p.m the Czech Republic, they had two power play goals in the first period. Three first period goals total. They started out hot. Slovakia's Jan Leko let up four goals on 28 shots. Only 24 saves on the game. Another game that gained came down to poor goaltending. There's been a lot of goals scored for those winning teams in this tournament and for the teams that have been having poor goaltending, it's been consistent and it's been ugly. It was just about even in shots though, and Slovakia powered back in the third period a little bit to make it a little bit spicy at the end when there was 4 to 3, but with about 48 seconds left, the game was ended with an empty net goal. And it had a lot of offensive pressure until that goal was scored. There was consistent pressure from people like Chara, Hosa, Thomas Yerka was getting in there, Thomas Tatar was getting in there, two Red Wings. You love to see those two youngsters getting out and getting such great experience at such a young age. But their Olympic tournament is over, and they are going to be heading back to Detroit and prepping for the rest of the Red Wings season. Um, but Slovakia, you know, Would have loved to see him move on past that Czech Republic team. But it's not going to happen. So the Czech Republic will move on to play the USA. So I want to move on to the next segment of our show here. And I want to talk a little bit of a preview. Kind of the keys to success for each individual team in each of their individual quarterfinal matchups. So, I want to start with the 3 a.m. Eastern Time Sweden versus Slovenia game. The key to success for Sweden is to stay consistent with their strong power play. Everybody knows that they have the best power play in this tournament. Probably, I would say the second place would be the USA. And then, consistent with their strong goaltending, Henrik Lundqvist has played incredibly during the tournament. He's only let up five goals. He's taken 78 shots and stopped 73 of them with a... Save percentage of .936. As for Slovenia, I don't really know if they have a very good chance to stand up against this Sweden team. It will be very hard to score goals on Henrik Lundqvist. And as for puck control, Sweden's got them beat there too. But I guess we'll have to wait and see what's going to happen with that game. As for the 7.30 a.m. game Eastern Time, Finland versus Russia... I would say for Finland, they needed to. Do, it, it, it's a pretty even matchup. Olimana, Olli Jokinen and Timurutu need to be on top of their game to try and both prevent and increase goal scoring. Russia has a hot stick right now, and in order to beat those Russians, they need to score quickly and to be able to prevent those quick hands of Mister Pavel Datsuk. But as for that Russia team, they are coming in hot, looking good. Looking for good production from Pavel Datsuk, Alex Ovechkin, and Evgeny Malkin. I personally would love to see those three players playing on an NHL team together, but I think that is a fantasy world that I'm living in. Consistency in net coming off of a shutout against Norway. I mean, I think Russia has the upper hand in this game, but we'll talk about my predictions later. As with the 12 p.m. game, noon Eastern Time Canada versus Latvia, I would say that this game favors Canada. Drew Dowdy staying as strong as he has been throughout the entire tournament. The team around him needs to step up a little bit, though, except for Mr. Roberto Luongo and Carey Price, who have balanced it out pretty well, and they need to keep that shutout alive. Roberto Luongo has played in three games for a total of 60 minutes. He's faced 23 shots total and has not let up a goal in the tournament. As for Carey Price, he's out there getting those wins and keeping on his grind as well. They have had production issues from the entire team except for Drew Dottie who has four goals and one assist. And actually, crazy enough, who is having a weak early part of his NHL season. Shea Weber has two goals and two assists from that defensive end. And you love to see defensive production like that from two top-line defensemen. And then Jeff Carter on the forward end. He has three goals and one assist. be enough, guys, Sidney Crosby has not scored yet in the tournament. Maybe he'll score one in this game against Latvia. You never know, though. Maybe Latvia could upset Canada. I don't know if that's going to happen. The favor, it's probably for Canada. They're going for a gold this year. Everybody is. All those top-tier points. Sweden with 9. Canada and the U.S. with 8. And Russia with 7. And moving on from that, I don't even know if I need to talk about Latvia. They were a surprising team to move on to begin with. They were 11 seed. You know, they're coming into this game, and I don't think they have what it takes to beat the Canadian team that is defending their gold medal right now. So, let's move on to this 12 p.m. noon Eastern Time as well. USA versus Czech Republic. You guys will probably have to, you know, flip between your channels. The keys to the success for the USA. They need to stick to the same game that they've been playing the entire tournament. The consistent play from Joe Pavelski and TJ Oshie. The USA team has been winning games in crazy, crazy fashion: seven to one against Slovakia, five to one against Slovenia, and they beat those Russians three to two in a shootout. You know, two to two, I guess you would call it. You know, in the way the Olympics like to run their stats. But against the Czech Republic, I think it's going to be an easy win for the United States. I just don't think that the Czech Republic has what it takes to take it to the U.S. You know, if the U.S. wins this game, then I think that they will have just enough momentum to be able to beat those Canadians, you know, once the Canadians take down the Latvia team. But hey, you never know. Anything could happen in these Olympic Games i'm just calling it the way that i see it you know and, and that's what i want to get into in this very next segment is i want to call the rest of the tournament we have slovenia versus sweden of course i'm going to pick sweden nine points number one of the tournament potential gold medal team here folks i think that sweden has a lot in them strong team strong will they got over the loss of their captain and henrik zetterberg the detroit red Wings are going to have to deal with that and that pains me very deeply but I want to move on to this next game against Russia and Finland. I think that Russia is going to get the win here over Finland. It's going to be a hard-fought game. It's going to be really gritty, come down to the end. But I think that Russia is going to take it. Canada versus Latvia. I believe that Canada is going to win this game. Um, you know, Latvia had a little bit of trickery against the Swiss, but not against Canada, USA versus the Czech Republic. I'd take USA in this game. I think they have more depth, they have stronger offense, a way better goaltender, and just all around they're a better team. The semifinals, if we're going to move on there, let's move on there. Sweden versus Russia. I have Sweden. USA versus Canada. I got the USA. And in the gold medal game, it would be Sweden versus USA with Sweden coming out on top. I got my country vote for USA. I would pull for them, but I would love to see the Sweden's—you know—that Swedish team win. But you know, I would love to see that Swedish team win. Moving on to that bronze medal game, it would be Canada versus Russia. I think Canada would top Pavel Datsuk, Alex Ovchugin, and Evgeny Malkin of that Russian team, even in their homeland of Sochi, Russia, for those 2014 Olympics. But I guess we'll have to wait and see. Thank you so much for tuning in to this special edition of Octopi Hockey Town. I am so excited to see how the rest of these quarterfinals, semifinals, and the gold and bronze medal game all pan out. And we will bring you full in-depth analysis and review, previews, and predictions all here on Octopi Hockey Town for the rest of the medal rounds of the 2014 Sochi men's ice hockey tournament again guys I'm your host Austin Goodman this has been Octopi Hockey Town and I hope that you are either getting up to watching these games after a little bit of sleep or you catch some sleep afterwards because you know you're not going to go to class if you're watching the games because it's halfway across the country but you know what if you love sports you can explain to your professors your teachers your bosses that the Olympic hockey tournament is a little bit more important than what you got going on right now. Hey, it's global unity. Again, guys, Austin Goodman, Octopi Hockey Town. Check us out again in a couple days, a couple weeks, a couple months. Whenever you want, we're always going to be here. Thanks again, guys.